0: Do you feel the tug or pull in your heart calling you to more? Do you feel like it is too late or that you're too broken to pursue the dream in your heart? Well, you've come to the right place. I'm Latasha, and welcome to the Overcome to Become podcast. Pull up a seat and join me each week for real talk, life-changing truths, and actionable takeaways. We are diving into any and everything that has been holding you back from becoming who you were meant to be in every area of your life. Hey friends, I know we're in the middle of starting a new little mini series with some dynamic women that are coming to share their stories of how to pursue the dream that you've had in your heart and start right where you are. And so hope you enjoyed Alana last week. If you have not listened to that episode, go back if you listen to this one and listen to all the wisdom that she has to share. But I wanted to do a little interruption this week, which is totally off course if you're familiar with my um, podcast planning, or I don't know if I've shared that before, but I'm pretty methodical and planned and structured what I try to be with all of my episodes and when I want them to air, but I just felt a real pressing on my heart, and I wanted to just speak with you, girlfriend to girlfriend, sis to sis, friend to friend, for a moment. This week, I was struggling a lot with feeling rushed, feeling hurried, feeling like I needed to speed up and get going, and do more, and just hustle. I felt like this overwhelming need to hustle, hustle, hustle. And those of you who heard my episode from last um, season, Overcoming the Need to Achieve and Embracing Rest, you know that I am a overcoming overachiever. And at times, though, it still creeps up on me, and it still comes up, where I have, again, this overwhelming feeling of needing to hurry. These thoughts start coming to my mind, like you're behind, and why aren't you further along? Or you should be further along in your life right now. Look at you, you're almost 40. Yes, friends, I turned the big four O this year. Actually, I can't wait. I feel like I've been waiting on 40 for a while. So I'm like, hey, 40, where are you at? I'm ready for you and I'm waiting. So yeah, so you're turning 40. Where are you in life? Why aren't you further along? If you wouldn't have made those mistakes you made before, you would be years and days and months ahead of where you are right now. Look at her over there, look at where she is. Why aren't you as far as she is? Why haven't you saved as much money as she has? Why don't you live in the house that she's living in? How come you're not driving the car she's driving? How come you don't have the position that she has? Look at the family that she has. I mean, our minds just start going, right? Even about our bodies, right? Look, at you should have lost the weight already. You should be more healthy. You should be well. Why are you still battling with these mental illnesses? Why are you still battling with the things within your body? I mean, our mind just goes a thousand miles an hour on and on and on. It's too late. You're too old, Your past is too horrible. You're too broken. You've made too many mistakes. And so these thoughts haunt over and over and over and over again. And oh, let me tell you the year that we had last year where all of us or some of us had some really big dreams and goals and things we wanted to do. And it felt like 2020 was just a gigantic pause button. So everything stopped. And for some, it was like, yay, we're embracing rest. We're we're embracing time to, you know, not do anything. For those of us who struggle with overachieving and struggle with feeling like we have to prove something, and I am totally just being honest and laying all out here, right? Maybe even struggle with people pleasing or, you know, climbing the ladder of success or busyness. It was not a yay, let's rest. It was a struggle, last year to find something to do to take up your time to try to deal with those voices that were constantly in your head of doing and maybe even a struggle because some of the busyness and the hurriedness and all of that covered up some things that we should have been you know taking care of or concentrating on and it was just easier to be busy and so now here we are in 2021 and we've said yay This is a restart button. I'm going to hit it. I'm going to get going again. And maybe now it's almost March. By the time this episode airs, it will be March. And we're looking and maybe January and February hasn't been as productive as we thought. Maybe we didn't organize all the things. Maybe that junk drawer is still junky. Maybe the dust is still piling up. The baseboards are still a little cruddy. You know, maybe you haven't done all the things that you've wanted to do, that you have set out to do. You've started, you've stopped, you feel overwhelmed. Maybe you even feel a little dismayed because. 2021 seems like the negative cousin or the grumpy version, I heard a friend say, of 2020. And you're like, really? I really thought this year was going to be different. I was ready to get going. I was ready to revisit my goals and just hustle, hustle hard, go like a boss, and do everything I'd set out to do that I didn't get a chance to do in 2020. And now I want to do in 2021. And you know, when you think about it though, think about that for a moment. We want to take all of what we didn't do in 2020, pile it up with what we have planned for 2021. And somewhere in our minds, and I'm totally preaching to myself, we feel like it's realistic to go twice as hard with the same energy we had last time. The same amount of time that we had last time, nothing else has changed, but somewhere in our mind, we feel like we can do twice as much again because of those thoughts that come and wreak havoc on our mental stability, really, right? You're too old, you're too late. You should be further along. If I knew back then, what I know now, let's deal with that for a moment, right? Let's deal with that saying, if I knew back then, What I know now, things would be different. Well, okay, maybe things could have been different. But let's be realistic here and honest. You didn't know then what you know now. And so you could not have been further along. You just didn't know, right? And if you did know better, you would have done better. But you didn't have the tools in your toolbox then to do better. And so friends... We've got to let that thought go. Again, those thoughts that are haunting us in the back of our mind, because I tell you what, the word of God is not telling us those things. God is not telling us those things, right? It's our minds. And honestly, it's the enemy that is coming in and telling us that we have to rush and that we're late and that we have to hustle after things because we made too many mistakes in the past, We've done some things we shouldn't have done and oh my gosh, here we are now. Maybe we're in debt. Maybe we find ourselves at the opposite end of a relationship that maybe we shouldn't have got into or a relationship that broke apart that we didn't expect to. Maybe we find ourselves in a job that we're like, oh my gosh, how did I end up here? Why am I here? I feel like I'm more talented to do other things, but I'm still here. And the list goes on of things that We find ourselves in an unexpected place and the critical part of us comes out, that negative narrative, and we start beating up on ourselves. And then you know what happens, friend? We become stuck. We get stuck right there in, I should be further along by now. My life would be different if I knew then what I know now. I want to free you again. And I think I've said this in the past as well, but it's worth reminding you, you didn't have the tools back then to do better. You just did not have them. Yes, you look back and you say, I could have been a better parent. I have a 20 and a 22 year old. And friends, you don't think I look back now and I think, oh my gosh, there are some things when I was a mama at 17 and 19, I just didn't know. I did, I mean, I barely knew myself. I was working, I was going to college, I was doing all the things. There was no schedule. I mean, we would fall asleep wherever. The kids would fall asleep at my feet as I was doing schoolwork. Things were all over the place. Do I look back and I think, uh, yeah, I could have done some things better. But you know what? My girls who are 20 and 22 now, they never say, like, Mom, I can't believe that you did not put us on a schedule when we were toddlers and babies and in elementary school. That was like you ruined our life. I've never heard them say <laughs> that. You know, as I got older and I knew more and I got more tools, key here, I got more tools, more wisdom in my toolbox. Of course, friends, yes. Things were different, things were better. But again, I didn't have those tools. And so maybe it isn't parenting for you, maybe it's in your finances. Maybe you find yourself now in some debt or something else and you're thinking, oh my gosh, how did I get here? You got here because you didn't have those tools before, but now that you've come to a place of awakening and you're realizing, whoa, I you know, can do better now, now you have the tools now you can go forward and do what needs to be done. And then you know what? We don't really know if we would have been further along. Because with my experience, there's always something that God is trying to teach us through our everyday life. And so no, maybe you wouldn't have gone through that, but it would have been something else. The scraping of our knees the humbling moments in our life, are absolutely necessary. There was no way that we would have been a good enough person, a good enough rule follower to avoid trials, tests, character-building seasons in our life. They are absolutely necessary, right? And so whether it took you 10 years to learn it, five years to learn it, 20 years to learn it, you are here now, you're breathing and you're listening. And so there, we are not gonna use that phrase to keep us stuck anymore. If I knew then what I know now, things would be different or I would have done things differently. I think all of us agree that we would have, but you didn't know. So you can free yourself of that. But now you do and you can move forward and go and do and be different. And so getting back to that feeling of rushed and hurried and hustle, I want to give you the permission And not that I have the power to or whatever, but sometimes we just need to be reminded, right? Like I was struggling all week with this, again, just this cloud of hustle that was just hanging over me. And I had to really just take a moment. You all know I'm a fan of quiet time. It's so easy for us to get out of rhythm. And my body started telling me I was out of rhythm. You know, my, my head was telling me I was having headaches. And we have to listen to those signs, right? Sometimes it's not, We sometimes we wait for the audible voice of God to tell us that something is going wrong. And sometimes it, it's not that. It's how we feel in our body, right? That's telling us, listen to your body. What is it saying that you're tired? Maybe we don't need to push through the tired. Maybe we need to sleep, right? Maybe we need to rest. Maybe your body's telling you that you don't need to take on so many things on your calendar. Hey, amen, talking to you, Tosh. You need to peel back, Listen to your body. Is your neck tense? You know, is your head hurting? Are you getting these pains and things in places that you didn't have before? Those are all signs that maybe we are doing too much. We've taken on too much. And so I wanna leave you with a few tips on what you can do as you give yourself permission to slow down. Remember, our theme for this season is living on purpose. And part of living on purpose is slowing down and being what my my word of the year is, which is intentional. Intentional about our time, intentional about how we spend our energy, just very intentional, right? And in order to be intentional, we have to slow down. There's no way for us to live on purpose like we need to if we are going a 1,000 miles an hour all of the time, doing all the things for all the people and everyone except for ourselves. And so four things I want you to do. One, like I said, slow down. What does that look like? Friends, are you keeping up with your quiet time? What's the health of your quiet time? How does your quiet time look? That's usually an indicator that you're moving too fast. Have you skipped over quiet time? For those of you who are listening for the first time and wondering what is quiet time, it's time very simply that you set aside I like to, for it to be in the morning because that gives me a good start to the day and sets the rest of my day. For some of you, it might be the middle of the day at lunch. And others of you, it might be at night before you go to bed or all three. But quiet time is time that you set aside not to do email, not to do all the duty dutiful things that we love to do, like clean the house and get lunches ready and all of that Quiet time is exactly what it is. It's time for you to meditate, for you to reflect, for you to spend time with God and actually hear his voice. See, busyness keeps us from hearing the voice of God, from getting direction. And a lot of us have been praying about God's guidance and direction in our lives, but we go so hard and we go so fast that God is not even able to speak to us. And if he does speak to us, we don't even hear hear it. And so that's why quiet time is so crucial. So slow down, reestablish consistent quiet time. Number two, be still during that time. And this sounds simple, but it really is difficult if you haven't learned how to be still, right? That is forcing yourself. For me, being still looks like praying and then actually stopping after I pray and being quiet. Now, I know that sounds like duh, but for me, I've been really guilty of just pray, 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 amen, jump up and get going. When prayer is a two-way dialogue between us and God. And so me being still is being quiet after I pray. Me being still is slowing down and not answering yes to everything so quickly. So purposefully slowing down. And then three, reflect. As you're slowing down, taking those moments in your quiet time or throughout the day where you're reflecting on your calendar, opening up your calendar. Alana talked about it last week. Opening up your checkbook, right? Or your check register, your account online, and seeing where you're spending your money and how you're spending your time. Those two things. She talked so much into that. Go back and listen. is going to tell you what's really important to you, right? Where you spend your money where you spend your time. So reflect on those two things. And are they what God want me to do? Does Is that what he wants me to spend my money on? Is that where he wants me to spend my time? How he wants me to spend my time? Is it what I set out to do from the beginning of the year? Or have I allowed other things to pull me away from what I know he has told me in my heart to do? Which is so easy, right? To get out of rhythm. And then last but not least, which is probably the most difficult part, but not impossible Now we want to peel back, right? Peel back those things that are really not in line with what God has told us to do. They're not in line with what really matters the most. I was thinking the other night as I was sitting in front of my computer, so tired and working on some things, because you know, we tell ourselves if we keep working ahead, we'll get ahead, but then sometimes we never get ahead. But I was determined to get ahead and I was working late. And it came to my mind as I heard my little uh, one's footsteps roaming around up there. I thought, you know what? Is what I'm doing right now, is is that what really matters? Is that what really matters at 930 at night, doing what I'm doing? Or does it matter more that I'm tucking her into bed and that I'm being with her? Yeah, her dad was with her and, and he does a great job. So I'm not saying he can't do a great job, but... You know, I had started making a habit of that, being totally honest, y'all, making a habit of spending my nights, not every night, but more than I should um, at my computer doing things. And so it really, again, struck my heart. What matters most? I'm not going to get back time after it's gone. That is the one thing. I don't care how much money we have, how much prestige we have, our networking power. We cannot get time back. None of us can get time back. And so I want, again, us to think about those four things and put them into action. Slow down, be still, reflect, and peel back. It reminds me of one of my favorite scriptures in Psalms It says, be still and know that I am God. God is in control. No matter what we think. And I wanna leave you with these lyrics that I love from one of my songs, one of my favorite songs that I love to listen to that grounds me when I feel like I'm getting all spun up. And it says, everybody's moving. Everyone is going somewhere with everything they're trying just to make it to a place where I am not there. But when the noise is over, a still small voice you will hear. I hope that you believe me when I tell you that I'll handle all of your cares just wait on me. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Just trust and know that I am God and I'm in control. Why? Because I am still God. Those words, let them resonate in your heart. And I'm gonna put a link to that song in the show notes. I'm gonna put a link to a few scriptures that also soothe my heart when I'm feeling rushed, when I'm feeling hurried. And friends, again, give yourself the permission to slow down. We are not in a race. It's not an emergency like we think it is, right? Not everything needs to be done like yesterday. Slow down. Down. There's only one of you, and we need you healthy, whole, and well. And you know what? Like I had to remind myself, our kids need us the most, our family needs us the most. Everything else out there can wait. It can wait. So take some time to slow down. Thanks for listening, friends. I appreciate you so much. Join me next week as we continue our series with these wonderful women who are sharing their stories about how they answered the call of God with the little that they had and allowed him to make it much. Take care.